going on, everybody? And welcome back to the greatest combat sports and culture show in the entire universe, the Fight Podcast. This is episode 326 of the show. And today, we're going to go ahead and touch on all things combat sports, a little bit of boxing, a little bit of MMA. And who else would I bring on here but my brother from another? We're talking about none other than the strength and conditioning coach extraordinaire. None other than my brother, my alpha brother, DB, Derek Baker. DB, what it do, brother? Welcome to the show. What up, bro? How you doing, man? Good. Long time no speak, man. I've been I've been pretty busy lately, man. Dude, well, first of all, not my best intro. I'm not going to stunt. Usually I have them all set up, so that was kind of shitty rolling off the tongue. But we have to tell everybody about all the dope shit. Not only, you know, are you, you know, the, the owner and founder of Pro Sport Fitness down there in Chicago. Honestly, the best strength conditioning place in all of Illinois. Um, well, let's just go ahead and say the, all of Midwest. Fuck it. We we, we just going to be, you know, to say the best strength and conditioning. You know, we'll, we'll take that one. Um, but also, you, you, you are the strength and conditioning coach to none other than the champion um, Jessica McCaskill as well, as well as yeah. other combat sports athletes. Um, so um, very unique perspective. Always great having you on the show. So thank you, my brother, for joining us once again, man. Again, we got to do this more often. I know we do. We do. We do. I, I'm, I promise you I'll make more time for uh, podcasts in general, but more for the fight, man. Uh, well, well, let's let's let's. I mean, but you've been busy, and and really quick before we even jump into it. I mean, I I want you to at least touch on. I mean, what you've been doing in Chicago because not only have you been killing with the strength and conditioning, some of the stuff that you're doing, you know, with with basketball and the culture of basketball in Chicago is fucking sick. Um, please yeah. touch on what you've been doing over there, man. <laughs> It's been about 10 years that I've been working on this, changing the culture of Chicago basketball. Uh, and I'm using a platform of strength and conditioning. But what's crazy is, is really opening up a lot of doors. Uh, you know, Al McKinney just got re-signed or got signed back to the Bulls uh, for a 10-day contract. We're super excited about that. Uh, a lot of my guys that come out of my gym are doing really, really well, man. Uh, oh, so yeah. We're, we're super Keeper just got picked up also, right? Yeah, he's with the – uh, Golden State? No, no, no. He's with the Mad Ants over in Indianapolis. Ah, okay. Okay. Uh, okay. He's with their G League team. Uh, but no, there's there's a lot of guys now. I have uh, a total of eight guys overseas now. Awesome. So. I know that's and great, know. man. Know. That's great. And, and, and for me, like I, I've worked with a lot of these dudes and stuff, so I like I, I I'm so excited not only for you, like I said, the guys and stuff, but for you and like all the work because I've seen the work that you guys have put into the space and everything, man. So much continued success, brother. Like you can really see what's happening. The culture there is uh, is honestly is one of the best, man. So yeah, man. Keep, no, keep we what you're doing, man. We really thrive ourselves on the culture as well as treating everybody like humans. Uh, all our professionals act like regular people because we are at the end of the day, we're regular, regular people. Uh, but the biggest thing that I've been doing is what everyone's talking about right now is the gym on the 17th floor. Yes. Uh, Do you see that? You've seen that thing on on Sports Center. You've seen it on, you know, on uh, on all the hoopland, all the damn top uh, sites right on there. IGs everywhere. Yeah, I just someone just sent me a TikTok. Someone posted a TikTok of being one of the destinations in Chicago that you hidden destinations you need to see in Chicago. Uh, it's really so sick. It's really cool, man. It's uh, on the 17th floor in the West Loop area. Uh, it's uh, 180 of windows, 180 degrees of windows, uh, two tone 
NBA floor. Uh, and it, it's crazy because all it is is amenities to a building over there. Uh, so it's nothing, it's nothing like Nike did or anybody right. did. It's just the amenities to this building and a couple guys bounced in and out of there. And then I went in there and did some community service games and then sat down and talked to the owner of the building the guy that designed it. He was like, man, could you just like start rolling with this? And, and getting pub with them, like no question. So, it's a lot of fun, man. It's just one le- one more thing that I can have fun with. Uh, my son absolutely loves it. He he calls it the gym, oh, oh, the, gym sure. in, the gym in the sky. He, he we go into the gym <laughs> in the sky. So uh, that's sick. I do a actually I do a community run called the session. Uh, it's a hoop session uh, two times a week. Uh, I'm sorry, two times a month, and it all that it is is a a uh, networking event, man. Uh, guys from, from the music industry, guys from uh, all industries, uh, doctors, lawyers, regular people who just come in and yeah. whoop, uh, just to try to build a better network. You know, Love they it. say what your, what your, what your net worth is your network. And I'm building a brand new one. I love it, man. That that's so sick, man. And and that is something that I think the city has needed for a while. And it's so dope to have that 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 culture, that feeling back. Cause yo, we grew up with the pro ams and stuff in Chicago, and it was the shit. And we used to body everybody. And yep. and, and it's been quiet for a while, man. It Not really quite has. No My pro am was crazy this year. We we crazy. we brought it back with Wilson and Dreamville. Uh, I got some some cool things in store this year. Uh, I'm going to move the Pro-Am over to UIC so it's closer to the city. Nice. Uh, nice. Century located. Target jumped on a board. Uh, oh, that's amazing. So we're going to have we're going to have some some good runs, man. And, and this year it's only or this summer is going to be 4 weeks. Uh so we kept it a tournament style still so we don't get burned out. Uh but we have we have one one year under our belt, so that means it's just going to be even better than last year. Last year was nuts, though. Oh, dude, I I, I know. Like I said, I I haven't been back to. Don't, it's it's almost been two years since I've I been back to the we, city. Me and Ali were me and Ali are just talking about that. Oh, dude, it's killing me. Like he's talking about his son, bro. I'm seeing pictures of him. I'm like, I can't believe I'm missing little man doing his thing. Like well, it's you got to you got to see you got to see my second one, man. He was born last I know. week. Dude, yeah. congratulations, man! Thank you, thank you, Hendrix. Oh, Hendrix was born last week, last Tuesday. So, uh, and he's he's bigger than his older brother. Like he's oh. he was born bigger than his older brother. So it's gonna be it's gonna be fun here these next eighteen to twenty years in the household. Well, that's gonna be great. Like I said, man, I I am absolutely gonna make my way back to the city to uh to hang out with with, with my with my fam, man, because you guys are definitely the fam, bro. So, uh, but look. We 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 on here, like I said, we 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 caught up a little bit, but l- let's talk about some shit. Let, let's get into it because there is a lot in the combat sports. Because not only are you a strength coach and being a strength coach, working with all these different sports, you have to kind of pay attention and follow what's really going on. And you are—it's interesting. We've talked about this on the show before, but you've been involved in around combat sports for forever for a long time before it was cool <laughs> right right dude you you Honestly. came up with the the robbie lawlers of the world the jens pulvers yeah. of the world those yeah. guys like the og jens, ogs tim sylvia uh robbie lawler uh all those guys is, is the, the era of me becoming a strength coach those guys were being the era of real fighters uh Man. it was it was cool as i just saw jens pulver's book uh, I was, I moved all my books from, uh, here to the gym 
so people can check them out and read them. And mm-hmm. I forgot about Jens Pover's book and he personalized and all that stuff. I, I check in on, on low evil from time to time, man. No, dude, and dude actually is great on the mic in terms of I've he's done some co- like color commentary and stuff recently. Like, dude is really he's super knowledgeable in sport. And yeah. um, but but it's it's cool having you on because again, not only do you know obviously basketball, do you played football in college and stuff mm-hmm. like that, but you're very involved in saying you're working with these strength conditioning, these these athletes on a different end. So obviously, you you know boxing. So let's jump into boxing first because you and I always, you know, we talk talk boxing, especially when there's good fights and this one isn't what i would consider the best skilled boxing fight of the ones we have to talk about but we got to talk about it because at the end of the day it's going to make more bread than probably the rest of them we're going to talk about definitely definitely and i was just talking to someone about about this fight uh with the paul brothers you know jake paul yeah uh fighting t wood uh for the second Second time right so, so how do you feel about this? Because a lot of people are, this was supposed, for those who do not know, this was supposed to be Tommy Fury. Tommy Fury is an undefeated boxer who is actually Jake Paul's size. So yep. that to me was going to make a huge difference in this fight because t- uh, Jake's only fought dudes who are old, tend to be washed and much smaller than he is. So yeah, yeah. Go, yeah so, go ahead. I'm sorry. So going into the Tommy, the Tommy Fury thing, what I feel like, and this is me, I'm not, I'm not going into of course, of course. any, this is my belief. Boxing needs the Paul brothers right now. And when Ooh. I, when I say that it's Jake Paul at that weight class, if you think about it, there's no one at that weight class. There's a couple guys that are like me and right. a wrench, a wrencher from another country. Like it's no one. So it's no, yeah. Why not build him into a character that has a huge following, and he has some skill. Like he's not a bum. He does. He's no. not a bum by any means. And I, and I and feel I'm glad like you said that. I feel like it's kind of fishy with the the Tyson Fury back out thing because really? yeah, because I feel like if that happens and Tyson mm-hmm. Fury's little brother beats on him it yeah. puts it into this whole situation for boxing it does yeah. it absolutely does and yeah. you put you put fury in that situation cuz he is he is a he is a a big character overseas he did a, yeah. a reality show some other stuff yes. seeing it some weird yeah. stuff and they could still run with it but if you think right. about it boxing in america is struggling Yes, it is. And, and boxing in the UK is the shit. It is, it is. there. It might be their number one sport. It is. It like, is. Aside, and that and soccer. So in time, I feel like that's going to happen, but it's going to be a title fight. Ooh. Because honestly, okay. there's no one at that. There's no one at that weight at all. Like, well, and, and there's a reason why Canelo for, for I mean, to kind of bolster your point, I mean, Canelo's moving up to that same weight class, essentially, to just scoop up a belt just for shits and giggles. He's yeah. literally skipping over Archer Better Biev, who's hey. fighting this weekend. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? As opposed, So he's like, well, you, you guys can keep light heavyweight. I'm just going to go ahead and go over here to Cruiserweight because that's a whole lot less work. Yep. And he's going to give that he's going to give the Princess of Munda some work. I'm telling yeah. you, he really is. Yeah. And that's that's the way I look at it. Like, um, I can see that. that. And that's my thought process beyond it. But yeah. there's. There's a lot of money with Jake Paul. 
Uh, and both Paul brothers, you know, like I just saw Kendall Gill come out and say he wanted to box him. And like, I, I wouldn't mind seeing that. Honestly, uh, Kendall Gill has a boxing background. Uh, right. I think he's better than a lot of these other guys that Jake Paul has been fighting. Yeah. Uh, well, let me ask you this. Unfortunately, for could you think he'll be able to get a fight like that just because at the end of the day, you can kind of see what Jake is doing. Like, for instance, he has one of Nate Diaz's training partners, mm-hmm. you know, at fighting against one of his training partners. Yeah. In this one. So you I can don't tell. And Nate is at the end of his rope. He has one more fight in his UFC contract, too. Yeah. I don't I don't know that. that that's a great question. There's a lot of scenarios. Like I said, this is right. This is my thought process for boxing yeah, yeah. with Jake Paul. Uh, does Nate Diaz come over and box with Jake Paul? Uh, it could happen. It could happen. But and, and to your point of what you're saying about uh, Canelo, it's like it's a race to the top. Yes. Do you, do you yeah. try to get there first before Canelo and hopefully make as much money as possible? Or do you meet him at the top? Both of you make a ton of money. And Mayweather's Mayweather's words, you make a lot of money of those. And then Canelo rides off into the sunset. And and you did hear what, I don't know if you actually heard today, was the open workout for Tyron Woodley, Jake Jake Paul too. And in his post-warm-up interview, he said his main goal is to eventually fight Canelo. He was like, I see myself fighting Canelo. And the guys, when he said that, kind of laughed at him. And you can tell he got peeved, which made me actually look at it. It was like, oh, he really thinks this. Yeah, He's really looking at this. And he has that. And here's the thing. he. This is the problem with Jake Paul in my mind, right? Because everything where you're saying is totally true. Like he, he I think he and his brother are great for boxing. Mm-hmm. I, I think because they are bringing more awareness to boxing. And one thing I, I, t- I, t- I, had, a, I had a conversation. I was on a, another guy's podcast recently, um, and they were asking me about it. And they were saying they were trying to say how they're bad for the sport. Yeah. My thing is, I, I, and one thing I said to him was this: Name me the top five pound for pound boxers in the world right now. To ne- go one, go right now, go. He, he couldn't even couldn't even say Canelo. Couldn't yeah. even get Canelo out of his mouth. No. So I'm like, the fact that you at least know who they are, and also what he's doing with Amanda Serrano, bringing her up. Hey man, you going you know helping her out and and, and mm-hmm. bringing awareness as well to to fighter pay issues in other combat sports. Man, I can't be mad at him. I, yeah, I it really, was all at this point in time. Camp. Yeah, it was all a joke in the beginning. It was all a joke in the beginning because people were Facts. irritated by it. Yep. But what? He's not no fool. He's not a clown. Like his no. his tactics are like like what Woodley said. Like you're not catching uh, your upbringing if you're wearing big chains and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's it's all for the show. But on the flip side, exactly what what your argument is. Sports isn't sports anymore. It's entertainment. Like thousand percent. You you look at Sports Center for a whole day. You cannot watch Sports Center and not hear about the Dallas Cowboys, LeBron James, and honestly, honestly, Jake Paul. And Jake Paul, yeah, yeah, because bring a little Steph Curry in the mix. Well, Steph Curry is always going to be in the mix, but I mean, not during basketball season. You're not going to hear about Steph Curry because he doesn't he doesn't get into 
a lot of the tactics True. of things. But the the Cowboys don't play in, in September, yo. You yeah, know, the Cowboys can be trash and they still talk about the Cowboys. Every day, the Cowboys. Yeah. And yes. every day, LeBron James. Yes. No matter yes. what. Absolutely. Like, it, no. LeBron, LeBron had a 10-week set down and we yeah. heard about him every day. Yes. Oh, every like, like literally what he was doing. <laughs> every and if it wasn't him, it was talking about his son. Yeah. And we we got to understand what sports are anymore. I have people when we you know we have great discussion in my gym all the time. We have arguments all the time and I tell people and I've matured more to it is sports sports isn't what we were brought up on. No. It is entertainment. Tom Brady will tell you to this day, the reason why I'm able to play is because I'm protected. I'm definitely protected. And yeah, the reason why is people going to watch. Yep. People going to pay for those tickets. Like I, yep. Sunday, I'm trying to go to the Lakers oh, Bulls game. Lakers Bulls yeah. game. I got two guys yeah. on the Lakers. I got one guy yeah. on the Bulls. You know how much tickets are today? $6,000. You know how much those tickets are when I watched the Knicks at the beginning of the season? Less than $400. Huh. $6,000. And the Lakers ain't even doing well right now. Like what? Yeah, Lakers, have, Lakers are playing real shitty right now, too. And half of the Bulls are out with COVID. And it's still $6,000 to sit. <laughs> Not half of the Bulls. The Bulls. Yeah. The entire squad is out with COVID. <laughs> it's unbelievable, man. It's really unbelievable. But we, when we start talking about these characters and clowns and all this stuff, there's still a lot of people that are are after it because it's a sport but at the end of the day it's the almighty dollar <clears throat> well you, you you hit it on the head these characters yeah and people are starting to make themselves and that's why people fuck with jake paul that's a character he's an absolute character he is he he is like fucking he is the like the embodiment of uh, the living embodiment of like biff from yeah. back to the he is that type of dude, right? Yep. He's he's the bros bro. He is the trolls troll. Yep. And and they love him for it because of the entertainment that he brings to it. If he was just out here ho-humming it up, just saying, hey, you know, I'm going to go out here and, you know, best luck to the next guy, would nobody give a fuck? And, and it's really one of the, it's really one of the worst things. It's one of the things that I, like, it drives me crazy, for instance, with, you know, we got the the champion in UFC, Charles Oliveira, who just beat Dustin Poirier, should be, in my opinion now, one of the biggest names in the sport. But people get pissy because this man don't know how to speak English. And they're like, oh, well, since he won't speak English, but I don't really want to care about him. Hey, it's he, an international sport. He, he, he's an international monster. And he sure as fuck had Poirier drop that 20 Gs at the end of the fight to, to better whatever program he wanted. And he's doing what he needs to do for his country, yo. And that, that's exactly. where, and that's why Dustin Poirier had no issues with saying, oh, "Yeah, I'll do it," because we don't do enough of it here. Like to watch that's those two, real. those two sit back and talk as soon as the fight was done. Oh, it was and, a beautiful thing to watch. And him ask him for twenty k, and Dustin Poirier didn't blink at it. Yeah, come on, man. For one, yeah. I give it to O for coming out saying, "Yo, you gonna pay this money?" After I <laughs> he, ain't, he ain't no fool. He might not speak English, but he ain't no fool because he put it right on camera, like, "Yo, money, yeah, 
Like, yo, we didn't talk about this before. <laughs> we talked about this after I woke your ass. I need that 20K, my boy. But then also, Man. like, Dustin Poirier, the, he's a character. He's a yeah, great absolutely. character, though. Absolutely. He's a class act human being. He's a, honestly, he should be the all American boy. Action hero. That, there yeah. it is. He's an action hero. That's yeah. exactly who Dustin Poirier, Lafayette, Louisiana. Yep. He is literally a, a hillbilly. Lo- loves his wife. Like, dude, loves his hell, wife. If, he, if you ever watch Yellowstone, he belongs on Yellowstone. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yep. Yes, he absolutely <laughs> does. He's, he's yes. that dude. He's all American. <laughs> he's all. He, I'm a huge fan of Poirier, but I've been a Love fan Poirier. for a long time. But yeah, if you yeah. ask anybody in the United States right now, yeah, they're more of a fan of Conor McGregor than Poirier, and it's sick. yeah, it's sickening because you know what? Here's the thing: it's like people are they they love cheering for the fuck ups. It, which is ridiculous. Yeah. It's like you, and, and maybe it's because people see themselves in the fuck ups because yeah. we're not perfect. So it's like, I, it's hard to, to then, compare myself to this good dude, Dustin Poirier. But there's also two different types of fuck ups. There are fuck ups that are with clownery, and then there's fuck ups of people that are really fucked up in life and changed their lives. <clears throat> and that's, that, that's true. And, and that's true. We're more of fans of fuck ups and the clownery than we are of the fuck ups that are changing their life better than something. Yes. Yeah. And, and it's an unfortunate thing that 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 is when we were actually looking at it, because, I mean, we're just we, we people. It's amazing to see how the fact like the this tweet, the biggest tweet of the weekend was kind of rare saying one of what weekend am I fighting Charles Oliveira fam? Never. <laughs> He's like, what do you mean when you fight Charles? That ship sailed when Dustin Poirier killed you twice. That's the no. The last one was really bad, yo. Yeah. Oh, you mean when he was on top of his chest, just pounding him away in that first round? Yeah. I don't want to hear it. And we text back and forth during that fight. Like, I don't want to hear from yeah. Conor McGregor right now. No, not at all. Not at all. And honestly, let. Here's the thing. If you really want to be rid of Conor McGregor, let him fight Charles Oliveira right now. <laughs> let, let him go out there and fight. But he got he got two minutes. Dana, Dana White and UFC won't do that. No. They're, they're gonna be honestly, I think what's gonna happen next for for um for Connor is he's probably gonna end up getting uh it's gonna be Nate's fight. And there's a reason why, because I don't know if people know this. So Nate's contract just got extended six months, even though he has he is at the end of his his contract. It was extended six months because he turned a fight down. And that is in the country. If you turn a fight down, we're going to go ahead and extend your contract for six months. Which fight did he turn down? They've offered him a fight against Hamzat Shemaev, and he said, fuck you. <laughs> He's like, hey, fight, <laughs> yeah. And that's what he said. He was like, first of all, you guys are trying to make a star off of my name. I'm not mm-hmm. playing that game. So since he said so, so what they're trying to do, you can tell that's what I think is going to happen. They're trying to wait that midsummer, the big July show. It'll be the trilogy, Conor McGregor, Nathan Diaz. It's a, it's a winnable fight for Conor McGregor, but it's also a fight that if he loses to Nate, Bye. whatever, we're good. Both of y'all can go kick rocks. Yep. Like literally that's how they'll end up treating it. So the, there is a place for, a Jake Paul in these fights like this, because honestly, let's just be, keep it a bean. The fuckery in combat sports has always been there mm-hmm. in terms of, you know, the, the sideshow type of fights. And now that Jake Paul is here actually putting forth a, a good 
face essentially for himself and those type of fights you're seeing the the gores versus um you know Jason buddy Peter and all the it, williams. It, yeah williams and we're seeing these type of events and because of what he's doing eventually we can see a nathan diaz versus uh, jake paul or whatever in the future and i can see them starting to build towards something like that but let me ask you this um and we'll, we'll move on to the next one uh this rematch which fighter do you think it actually benefits more? Do you think this fight benefits more Jake Paul or Tyron Woodley? It's a great question. Uh, it benefits Woodley more because it gives Woodley a chance to to come back and and really fight. I think what a lot of people are catching is when you get in the ring with Jake Paul that he's a clown and then he he bops on you. Like he knows how to box, and um, and, tra- and he did come out there. He actually today he had an uh, interview and he said that power wise, his power is very reminiscent to Robbie Lawler. That's the type of power he said Jake Paul has. He said yeah. it's that thudding type of power where like Robbie don't got to wind up, but he just he's just a heavy handed dude. He yeah. said it's that type of power. So kudos to Jake. He can crack. Yeah. No. Definitely. I just. When this fight first happened, the first one, mm-hmm. I wasn't a fan of it because of, and I always say this, boxing angles and wrestling angles are two different worlds. Totally different. Now, if you catch a wrestler out in the street, you're going to get your ass drugged. I don't care who you are. <laughs> I say it all the time. I argue it all the time. I don't care if you are the best boxer to step in a ring. And if you run into a, a wrestler with a cauliflower ear, and knows angles because a boxing angle is standing up and down <clears throat> wrestling angle is a hand on the floor. And I'm going to grab anything and make a clown of you. I always say that, but now when hey, you hey. go to boxing yeah, in a boxing ring and a wrestler comes to a boxing ring, it's way different. The octagon's way different too. to go octagon into the boxing. We saw it. We saw it with uh, Conor McGregor. You see it all yeah. the time. Like it doesn't, Boxers have boxing rings and that's what they are. The distance in the footwork is so different and people don't understand how different that that just worrying about kicking range, worrying about grappling Mm -hmm. and all those different things. People don't understand how. And I always thought that Woodley. I thought he should have done better. And if he just let his hands go, I think he would have. And I think a lot of us agree with that. But at the end of the day, when did Woodley ever have hands? Thank you. And and I literally took it out of my mouth. I mean, literally, that's the problem with him over the last few years is that he doesn't let his hands go anyways. No, they don't. So if he doesn't let his hand. Exactly. So if he doesn't let his hands go, how is he going to win this fight? Because it is such a wonderful fight. And Jake Paul has so many holes in his game. And one thing that you actually paid attention to is the, the, the last fight with Woodley. And if Woodley's team has been able to identify and capitalize this, they'll be able to. Yo, Jake Paul can't do shit going to his left. No. He can't. So you can literally take away an entire half of the ring and you can literally just wind him because if you start pushing him to his left, he literally doesn't know where to go and he just starts backing up. It's really wild when you see it. And the fact is Tyron Woodley now with his team, they should be able to exploit that. So I'm curious. You also, he also has to be big enough to do that. And there's another, there it is too, because we forget 
Jake Paul walk or Jake Paul a big boy. He mm-hmm. walk around 210, 212. Yeah, something he, like that. You know, he he and Woodley, even though he does walk around like 205 or something himself, it's a it, that, that's like a six inch height differential. Yeah, Woodley's no, a short dude. Yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. No, I just I'm not I'm not a huge fan of it. Uh I was a huge fan of of Fury fighting him. Uh yes, and then, me too. I wanted that it, fight. And then when I saw that he backed out, I called shenanigans. Just... <laughs> well, they said he, he it was interesting because he, if a fighter says they break their ribs, I, I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt because that sucks. Yeah. Right? And, and, and then they, they did show the worst strength conditioning ever with Tyson just hammering his ribs with the biggest med, med ball med. that you can possibly find. I'm like, well, that's how you probably did it. I hate <laughs> like, shit. Listen, it's the dumbest shit ever, man. Like, shit. yo, the old school combat sports strength conditioning is the most meathead shit ever. It's, it's ridiculous. It's unbelievable, man. It, you're, so, you're, it's so crazy because it's two of really bad things. It's either it doesn't exist or it's a bunch of yes. a bunch of dumb sh- fuckery. Like, they think it's Rocky. Man. They go out there. Well, oh, and, and really quick, I had to say this too, because we we're talking about actually dealing with wrestlers and people not understanding how like a good wrestler is. People who do do not know. Me, I am a striker. I can grapple some. <laughs> I, I am meant to be on my feet throwing these hands and feet and elbows and knees. I'm dicking around with DB at the gym, not you know, before. <laughs> Bro. I, and again, I can grapple, but when a big wrestler gets their paws on you, let me just tell you this: it's not much you can do. It's not. <laughs> we we had a huge he argument. Just not too long ago and just came gym. down on me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it it like I tell people all the time: boxers can't box when they're on their back at all, at all. Did you hear uh, Tank Davis? And, and and this is perfect transition for the next thing we're going to talk about. But Tank Davis even said he he'd fight MMA, and he says couldn't those who couldn't take me down if they tried to. I'll just and I'm like, fam, you really you just you you'd get just destroyed. Like you think anybody they just gonna go straight singlets on? First of all, a boxer is going to have a hell of a time with a kickboxer. Let's just throw that out there. Most definitely, those angles are way different. Way different. And the thing about the kickboxer is that he can go way far out and then come way back in in a hurry. You yeah. have no clue what's happening. So, yeah. but let's talk about this though, because speaking of, of magicians and wizards, when it mm-hmm. comes to striking, dude, Lomachenko this weekend went out there and just did the damn thing against Richard Comey. And for those who do not know, Richard Comey is not a scrub, not a bum. Let's get that out the way. Right, let's just get He's out the not way. A bum. Richard Comey is the man. Because <laughs> the video, like when I sent you the video of like him yeah. telling him that, that when Loma was telling the, the corner to stop it, people oh, are like, God. oh, you know, he's, a, he's not a bum, whatever. Or he's a bum, he's a bum. I'm like, yo, listen, Comey is not a bum. And he can crack. He and can. He's about that life. He has it. And what was happening to him in the, the fourth through seventh rounds was. Not, I felt bad for the young man. He couldn't do anything. And it was crazy because they were talking about it during the whole time. Like, Comey has to continue to box, continue to box. Well, when yeah. fifth, the fifth, sixth, and seventh round, round come around, there was no such thing as boxing. Because he was, he was swinging at two moves behind Loma. And it was, it was, it was kind of, I, 
I was excited because you know I'm a Loma fan. Of course, yeah, yeah, <laughs> hell yeah, hell yeah. But I felt real bad for that young man because he his corner couldn't do anything for him. No one could do anything for him. Nah. And, and the thing is crazy because a lot of people love giving Comey a little bit of slack or little shit because of what happened with Tiafimo as well as what happened with with Loma. The Tiafimo fight, you got caught. That happens. You got yeah. caught against a guy who can crack. Um, this fight was interesting because it was just just a one-sided domination. It was. And 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 it makes me think of this point. And I want to get your thoughts on this. People, Lomo was dealing with a lot of injury issues for a, a few lot of years. Stuff. A lot of shoulder issues. He had a lot of hand issues and shoulder issues. He looked healthy. Yeah. His last two fights, he looked healthy. What? Do you think that was one of the bigger issues against Teofimo Lopez was the health? Do you think we're finally seeing a healthy Lomo? Yeah, no, I... A, a healthy Loma that we haven't seen in six years, years. I think. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Uh, I honestly believe we forget what what's Loma's lifetime record of boxing. He has some time under him. He definitely has a lot of time under him. He has over 300 amateur fights for those who are wondering. That And that's that that plays a toll on you. Like he's seen so much. Uh, I think a lot of it. He honestly was hurt when he when he fought uh, Lopez. I also think he didn't take him serious because it's hard to take uh, Lopez serious because his dad his dad is ran. Man, it's funny. I don't I don't know if you remember it. Remember, like two three years ago, I sent you a, a ESPN thing where his dad was just running off at the mouth. Yes, was, yes. I was like, yo, who is this clown? And you're like, yo, he's gonna be he's gonna be solid boxer. And yeah. it was, the whole ESPN thing was about his dad, about how his dad runs his mouth. And and he felt uncomfortable at times, but he has to back up for what his dad has done, you know. Uh, so he he is a very good boxer. He definitely is. He can crack. Uh, he can he, he's really smart in the ring. I just think Loma kind of took him. He he took him for granted. I agree. Yes. I feel like Loma is still the best person in that in that weight division for sure. The, well, the here, well, let, 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 let's let's do this then. And I'm glad you kind of brought that up because they're 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 the lightweights are the shit right now. And not this are the lightweights home, just home boxing up right now. Oof. Well, this is the I'm glad we're let's talk about it then because mm-hmm. 135 is is not only great in boxing, it's also amazing in MMA right now. Like yep. 135 across the board is mm-hmm. is incredible right now. But think about the lightweights right now. We always talk about the four princes, but in your mind right now, who are your and I'll give you my I have my my list right here also. Okay. Rank from from five to one. Who are your best current boxing lightweights? So five. starting off five, five, yeah, five going down. So five right now, uh, Teofima. Okay, okay. Uh, four, um, I would say Garcia. Uh, which Garcia? Uh, um, uh, Mikey? No. Ryan? Yeah, Ryan. Ah, okay, okay, okay. Four, at, I would say Ryan Garcia. Mm-hmm. Three... Uh, Tank. Okay. Two, two Devin Haney, mm. and one uh, Loma. Big Loma, big Loma energy. Yeah. And, 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 yo, and, and who who's who's wandering around in there? And I think at the end of the day, when the cards fall three four three four years from now, Shakur Stevenson yeah. still. 
Okay, so I'm glad. So here, here's my five. Okay, and I, and I, that's a solid five. Like I said, we're having. I, I don't have Ryan in mind, but I don't have a couple. So here's my number five. My five is Tank Davis. Okay, my number five. I got five at Tank because at the end of the day, I don't think that Tank Davis has the resume that some of these guys do. I think that. His last couple fights were decent. Mario Barrios is a great win. Leo Santa Cruz is a great win. But Leo Santa Cruz is best at 125. Let's keep it a bean. No, no, no. So, I agree. I agree with you yeah. on that one. Yeah, and, and his, his fight with Isak Cruz brings up some questions. Isak Cruz, his last fight took him 12. Yeah, they said he had a broken hand, but still. But that's why he takes no, no, no. at my five. But he took he took the fight on a short – he didn't his – whole, his whole camp didn't go on Cruz. That's like, true. come on, man. you know how it goes. Eight weeks. If I take eight weeks to for me on my side of things, on the strength and conditioning side of things, we're yeah. we're we're gearing towards this. So you're right. You're right. I, I get it. I get it. Because if you go back and look at some of these podcasts, I'm not yeah. a tank fan. No, I'm no, not. I know, I know. No, I'm not. yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> I am hey, not a tank fan. And neither am I. And and this and for me, even putting him on my list says something because I wasn't even he, gonna put him on the list originally. But he's I, matured. I, I he's matured a lot. Yes, he still slapped a bitch like a year ago, but still, I'm not, <laughs> like that was my I client, bro. That was my client. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> I really don't like him, but hey, listen, <laughs> yeah, man, fuck that guy. All right. <laughs> <laughs> So you know what? Damn that. Uh, we'll take him off the list. We'll figure somebody else out. But <laughs> check it out. But okay, so number four, the number four on my list, I got the unified champion, George Gambosis. I got Gambosis as my number four right now. You got the belts. You beat the guy who had the belts. That's I a hot seat right list. now. That seat's hot. It is. It is a hot seat <laughs> right now. But you you, you did your job. I got to give you your props. And again, I, what we I think he beat who's in front of him. I think Tio... Teal took him lightly, obviously, because he didn't he didn't sign a, yes. a rematch clause. But I think he just, <laughs> he just ran into a, a buzz. So like hey, and, and here's the thing I'll say about team Teal in this one. Look, it seems like Teal had some real family problems. I, I think, you know, obviously he and his, his lady are estranged now. And he, has, and he wasn't he has able family to see problems his, every day with his fucking father, bro. Dude, his and that's what I was gonna get at. His pops is a huge problem. In my opinion, I I think that if you listen to the the advice that he's giving his corner, it was, the best I could say it was asinine at best. <laughs> it, it, was, it was terrible. Dads and moms should not girl boyfriends no should be in your corner. It's should you're doing be. a job. You're yes. you're like no, don't have your parents in the corner. Your parent and now out, there's, a, there's a, a couple second. outliers. Yeah, huh? well, there's a couple outliers. Obviously, like Sean Porter's pops outlier that's that's very rare very very rare situations and circumstances even um danny garcia's pops who is his main trainer but he still ain't he he... but listen danny garcia's dad raised how many boxers in this world that's they i get it what what's going on but this can't be your first rodeo as your son because at the end of the day you're when you're when your face is when your son's face is getting the hammers and you throw the flag in, that tells you, like, your heart is behind it. Yeah. The, the, well, this man wasn't even, his, he just kept on telling him that he was winning. He thought he won 11, to, what is it, 10 to 2? Yeah. 
Yeah. All right. Well, sorry. Here, moving from that, but that's why, like, and I'll be honest. So that's my number four. My number four is George Gambosis. Respect. My number three is Shakur Stevenson. Still too. Young. I got Shakur as my like, dude. After what he did to Jamal Herring, I have to put him on that list. I'm with you. Jamal, he beat the bejesus out of Jamal yeah. Herring, and to me, that was because it, I, I I have Jamal in such high regard. In the same breath, you, him. in yeah. the same breath, you just said Tank's resume. You know, I think I think the Herring win weighs more than Tank's wins. Because those guys were, he's a current, like he had, he had multiple belts at the time. I agree. In that weight class. Okay. Well, you know, his, his fights with Frampton, you know, are, are legendary. Like I, they're, they're, it's just a higher level. You know what I'm saying? And when I'm looking at it, I, I and again, I, I'm going on, this is the eye test. I've been oh, telling yeah. people all the time. I'm going on, and occurs with the eye test too. Mm, Shakur is right there. He's my number three. Yeah. He, he has my, a lot of maturing to do still. He does. He does because he's another one who. But you know what I love about Shakur too. I love. I love the people that he has around him. Yeah. Bud, Jay Prince. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, Andre Ward. Like these guys who have who he has around him. I I like the way that they're bringing him up. I think that they're doing it in the right way. And now he's somebody who's trying to get into the mix. He's like, hey, I'm here. I'm ready. So. Mm-hmm. I have him to me. He's my number three. I can't put him any higher than that, but I think he might have the more up, most upside of all of them. He's that good. Yeah, like I said, at the end of the day, three to four years when it's terrifying. That and Ooh, as well as scary. a lot of a lot of these guys got to mature a bit. We forget Loma is is up in age. He's not changing weights. He's not moving up no, in weights. No, like no, some no. of these guys got to move around. It gets to a point when you get that that real grown man strength. Oh man, dude. Um, sp- speaking of that, uh, have you watched uh, Jerron Boots Ennis fight? No, oh, dude. I, I'll put it on my I, list. Yes, I put it like that. I will put him in there against Bud or Spence today, and I don't know if he doesn't win. Ooh, I really. I'm going to check him out. What? Send me the text message who it is. So yeah, I got you. I got you. But yeah, if you got Jerron Boots Ennis. My man's is oh yeah, I gotta fix this camera. Oh hold on, what happened to my camera? We'll fix that. Uh oh. Well, people, Serge will be back in a hot second. Well, they, they can still hear me, but I here I'll do this. Boom. But um, really quick while I figure that out. Um, my other one on my list right now. Can you can still hear me? Okay, yeah. Yeah. No, I can hear you. Okay. Okay. Well, <clears throat> uh, no, number two on my list right now, I have is Loma is actually my number two right now. And uh, and the reason I have him is just because he's coming off those injuries, and I just want to I want to see where you're really at. Like that mm-hmm. was a great win, but I just want to see where you're really at. And my number one, surprisingly, so is Devin Haney. What I'm seeing from Devin Haney right now, and I, and I, and again, people might be looking at me like I'm crazy, but Devin Haney is getting to a point right now where he is he's looking like that fucking dude, man. I'm loving what I'm seeing from Devin Haney. I think that he really does remind me of a young Floyd. He reminds yeah. oh. me uh, 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 of a young pretty boy. And even if you look at their records and everything, the, it, it's it, it mirrors so much his record and one of the thing about it they're both at this point in time in their career 26 to no mm-hmm. one had 16 knockouts one this had 14 moment. knockouts yeah. yeah one had 14 knockouts um before their 21st birthday 
my man had two cracks at the belt and Tim Haney had more shy, you know, uh, championship fights and stuff. So it's just so close between the no, two of them at this point in time. That's spot on. I agree with you. I, yeah. well, you remember God, a couple of years ago, I always said Devin Haney is going to be it. <clears throat> and he's, he's maturing into that. Uh, that it's just that, that group is so loaded right now. It's so loaded. Uh Loma is still, as long as he's still even a ghost of himself, it's still spicy. And, but honestly, watching Loma, the way that he performed this past week, dude, I, he looks like he's still evolving. Mm-hmm. The best way I like to explain it, yo, for, for those who don't know, it looks like when Michael Jordan got to the point that he knew he was a little old, he wasn't as fast, he developed a nasty-ass like post game, right? Yeah. He'll take you to the block and abuse you. That is what it looked like with Loma... I've never seen Loma more physical. He started, he was physical. And he was, he was, dude, he was, he was throwing, accurate. he was throwing Comey too, like inside yes. pushing Comey, all that stuff. So, and Comey, like, Comey could you a, a small fighting, not at all. And could you imagine him fighting T.O. in that way where he was like rushing them and like in his chest trying, cause he, that's what he did. He bullied. Mm-hmm. He, absolutely bullied Comey. So yeah. if he continues with that, when he gets it, and I absolutely can see him getting his belt backs, uh, but I'll put it like this. I think you're right. I think Gambosis, I, as good as I think he is, I think he's a solid dude. I think yeah. he's always going to be that dude who's right below the elite elite, unfortunately. Yeah. I, I think he, but I think he's solid. I think he's a, war, a legit fucking warrior, right? Yeah. I think Devin Haney goes out there and takes his fucking belts. Yeah, I think yeah. Devin's going to go out there, snatch his belts up. I think he's going to look great doing it, right? Mm-hmm. And then after that, I think, why not? Why wouldn't we get a Devin Haney versus Loma fight? I think that would be fantastic in the future. This all, weight class, this, or and t- fucking Tank Davis. Tank, what's yeah. up? All I, all I don't want to see, and someone texted me this, was Shakur Stevenson trying to fight Loma. I don't want to see it. <clears throat> Man, well, so here's the thing. So, so Shakur's calling him out. Yeah, calling him out recently, and it, I don't know if it's necessary. That doesn't do anything for Loma. It doesn't. It doesn't. It does everything for Shakur. Shakur is trying to get that same rub that Tiafimo got. He's what, trying to. You know, what Shakur to needs to, I think Shakur needs to do is holler at Tio, catch him on on some sneaky, or really get in there with with a bull. And go at go after uh, Tank Davis. He he's been calling him out. He's been calling Tank out also. That think, is a fight that I would absolutely want to see. Yes. I think it would be good. I think it would be good for uh, Tank with Mayweather and those guys to really test to see what type of boxer he is. You, I won't say Shakur can't knock Tank out, but you won't have a big issue with with Tank getting knocked out physically. It. It's just the boxing part of things. It's a good gauge, I think. Yeah, uh, I think it's a great gauge. But I don't know. I, Shakur, I don't think they'll do it. No, hell no. I, no, they wouldn't do it. They, they, I, they, they, I think, and I think they're they're protecting Tank right now. Unfortunately, I think Tank, Tank, and those guys kind of wait until people start moving around a little bit. Yeah. But yeah, we'll see. You, if you, if you wait too long, you might catch a Bud Crawford sneak up there and try to give you some work. Right, right, <laughs> man, dude, and that's the thing. So, and bro, and that's why you get these dudes out here, like, like I said, like Jerron Ennis yep. was coming out here, I had and to check him these out. young boys, yo, t- Boots Ennis fam, 
ah, uh, like when I watch them, fam, it is poetry in motion. For sure. Like, I have to check them out. Really, I don't know why like, I haven't. Uh, I'm not going to bullshit. I'm just telling you. I, yeah. At times, I do hate on Bud Crawford. And it's not really a hate. It's yes. just like, it's not his fault for the people he didn't fight. No, you know? no, here. No, no, you have no, I, bro, I will stand on this hill with you, okay? You are yeah. not on this hill alone. I am right because guess what? Didn't nobody tell him to resign with top rank. No, Didn't I nobody agree. tell him to do that. That is totally on him. Yep. He's making it seem like people are afraid to, to fight him and stuff. No, no one's afraid to Bro, fight you him. Didn't... You were the one that made the choice to go over there where you knew they weren't getting deals done. That and you you won't fight outside of Nebraska, bro. Like exactly. And here's the thing, too. If you're fighting Errol Spence, I'm sorry. And I, everybody listening right now, you guys can go crazy. And then and again, everybody who's listening live and all these, you know, on all our platforms, thank you so much for listening. Make sure you guys subscribe. But yo, if you think that I'm gonna change my mind, you're tripping. At the end of the day, Errol Spence is worth 60-40. He is. Errol Spence is a, is a proven pay-per-view commodity. Mm-hmm. He did it against Mikey Garcia. He did it against um um he did it against Sean Porter. He wor- did it against Hell Brooks. Guess who hasn't done it? I agree. And I and I also worry about Errol Spence because of the accident, man. Like his face, his face, like it's not, I, it's I'll not old this. Earl Spence. Well, I'll put it like this. The, I think he's fine because him going in there right after that accident and fighting Danny Garcia, who we all know that no look check, that no look hook, Danny can crack. Mm-hmm. And, and he made Danny look pedestrian. When yeah. I saw that, I was like, okay, but I'm just, still, he's still there. I'm still worried, man. Like I'm worried about aesthetics. Don't 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 stop the fight because he's leaking from his eyebrow. That's those are the things I'm worried about. You know, those are the things I'm really worried about. I I agree. I agree. And especially now he's had a torn retina and shit. I I don't want to hear it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know what? These are people that are absolute. They're they're finishers. Mm-hmm. And they're finishers and they're going to go out there and stop them. So whenever that fight does come to fruition in terms of Bud and Errol Spence, I see that being a stoppage. Now, speaking of people who are stopping people and doing it in a great way, Jessica McCaskill is going out here and, bro, doing you proud. I know she yeah. did. Dropping her point to the body. Man, Look, listen. Physically, brother, she looks better than I've ever seen her. She looks super strong. Bro, congrats. Thank you. Talk about it. Talk about it. Please. I'll not bullshit you. She's one of my most uh, proudest moments in the athletic world. Like, and we talked about this two years ago when it came Mm -hmm. to the gym. Like, man, like, I would love to change her into a special specimen. And for someone to be up there in age, like, she doesn't show up in age and like she's she is aging like fine wine uh you wouldn't think she's fighting like somebody who would be in their mid to late 20s yes. and she is in her mid to late 30s and yeah. she's still doing her thing yeah and like this last one the granted the girl took it on short notice because the other mm-hmm. girl back, <clears throat> the other girl backed out but right, right. When when we were in camp, we 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 took the fight uh, five weeks out. Like it wasn't because yeah, there wasn't a lot of pup for this year. No, it was like it was, nothing. It just popped it, up. 
Yeah, it was usually we do something that's about six to eight weeks. And this was, she took it on a five right, week. Right. Uh, we were getting ready for the young girl from, or not young girl, the uh, lady from Argentina. <clears throat> she bought, she backed out a week and a half before the fight. Uh, so we had to switch gears completely. Uh, and we actually had to push to find this young lady to fight. You know? Now, now, how, what challenges as a strength conditioning coach does that pose when somebody so you do have a like a short order plan. fight, like an opponent? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, we have a plan, and the plan completely <laughs> changed gears twice. It was scary, man. Uh, oh, and this one was a, a little bit tougher because. It was the it's her first fight where there was actually crowd back since right, she, here, right. since she fought uh, here a couple years ago. You know we fought uh, uh, break us twice with no crowd. Yeah. Uh, so this we had to gear that up. Uh, yes, we we probably missed some some steps because mm-hmm. I'm dealing my my son was on his way to being born. Like my son's right. due date was the fourth, and her fight was the fourth. So I didn't go. To, <laughs> I didn't go to Vegas uh, with them for this. Hey man, that's so. a great birthday, by the way. I yeah, mean, you know man. it is. Man. <laughs> man. It didn't happen. It didn't happen. It happened eight, four days later, the eighth. So <laughs> I must say, I was like, I was yo, <laughs> <laughs> my man was talking about yo. Hey, you might want to. We getting induced today or what? Like, what's up? <laughs> Allie looked at me like, please, uh, we'll get induced today, but. <laughs> uh, but no, man, I'm I'm excited for these next three fights that she has under contract. But I'm worried because you know who I want, and we want as a camp. And I don't think it's, it's honestly. And I'm glad you said that because I was going to ask, and for those who do not, because a lot of people are asking. There's the the female they consider the number one pound for pound female in the world, which is Katie Taylor, and the number two, Amanda Serrano. No, you guys are thinking of. So please, I want. And this is me personally. I'm not going to talk for Body Shop Boxing. I'm not going to talk for Rick Ramos. I'm not going to talk for Jessica. My, my ultimate goal is to get back in the ring with Katie Taylor. The first, if you guys go back, if you guys yeah, yeah. don't get a chance to go see it, go back and watch it. And then tell me she's not a different boxer from then to what she is now. <clears throat> and hats off. Katie Taylor is that. Yes, she's, she's legitimate. She's yes. definitely that. I'm yeah. not going to disrespect Katie by any means, but I want that because Jessica, what she's done in these last two years to change her right. body, her strength, and being more of an athlete, and mark my word on it, being a more of an athlete because they said she's not athletic enough to fuck with her. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. and if you really think about it, like you said, if you look at the old fights, that is what you would think. Yes. But like you said, after two years of working with you, it, it just has changed. And, you, and you're starting to see it because honestly, and again, for those who haven't watched her, she wasn't dropping women to the body like that. She wasn't doing that a couple of years ago. I'm telling you, if you ever see the Jet Li movie of where he has a, a collar on, he takes the collar off and you can't bring that motherfucker back. Right, all right. What is Jessica so McCaskill? <laughs> I promise you. So, so out of the two, you prefer um, Katie Taylor over Amanda Serrano. Who yeah. do you think is better between the two of them? 
between it's two different styles, totally yeah. different styles. In terms of Serrano, I, you know, I I respect uh, Serrano because she is a man of Serrano. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. but Katie Taylor uh, is just it. is just so much more of an athlete and what she does. Like, yeah. I th- that one I want. You man of yeah. Serrano, yeah, that would be cool and everything. But I want, I I want to run it back from because she was just. She, she might not even have boxing shorts then when she fought her man, and no, it real. went, no, it went, it went. The dis- it looks like it was in a in a barn when you watch it on video. Yo, it probably was. <laughs> out in Ireland, like, it, like when I watched it, I'm like, what the hell is this? And like, yeah. Rick has matured so much since then. Just in these in these two years with me being around Rick. Yeah, yeah, he's matured so much as a coach; it's unbelievable. Because they got some, they got a dog over there, and people will yeah. not talk about no. it. But Summerlin is a juggernaut dog. Like she's a different pit bull, real, and she hits like a man. So, like he has. After Justin, got, got, got some animals over there. You know what? So what's going on in terms of Chicago's female combat sports right now are just fucking kicking ass. I mean, not only do you have Jessica McCaskill, you know, belt holder. Yo, we got the, you know, the in the women's MMA, the biggest upset of upsets. Man. You know, Juliana Pena goes out there and snatches the belt snatches from, from Amanda, Amanda Nunes. Broke Amanda Nunes. Yeah. And it was so funny because we, me and you were texting back and forth about it. Like, oh, hold on, wait, wait, what just happened? Fam, uh, after the first round, I thought it was done. I was yeah. like, man, what I thought it was. I almost didn't even pay attention. Second yeah. round, what am I watching? What am I watching? Yeah, no. And what what they're doing over there with that camp is unbelievable, man. That's actually who I'm targeting now uh, as a as a as a gym uh, to maybe work with them. Uh, I don't know if they have a strength and conditioning program over there or not, but uh, I would be love to have you. I would love to work with them. Uh, I just, I'm back with the MMA guy that just finished his fifth uh, amateur fight. Uh, and I, man, I haven't been around it for so long. So I was, I was geeked on Sunday. I had uh, baby bull over there. Uh, He's he's an amateur and he's we're gonna get him to fight at 185. Uh, he's a guy. Yeah, Monster, he's, that's what he is. That's it. <laughs> man, it, quick story. The kid no, called for it. The kid called me and was like, "Hey, I just took this fight <clears throat> four weeks out or no five weeks out." I said, "All right, cool. You know, no problem." And he's he's been around the gym working out basic yeah. stuff and really haven't dug into him. My like, yeah, what like what what are you gonna take the fight at? He was like. Man, you know, I'm thinking 196. I'm like 196. Jesus, bro, you walk around at 225, 230 in in five weeks, bro. Five weeks, I got this kid down to 196. Sheesh, in like, oh my god, like th- like 25 pounds, and he, and he was healthy. He was healthy. Like I was, I'm real. I'm super proud of him. Like the kid, he's a kid. Like he comes into yeah. the gym, he has to work out at 10 a.m. with my regular classes. Right. And I just promised him that, hey, listen, if you're really serious about this, I'll go on this ride with you and I'll, but you right. got to take the steps. And he came in 10 a.m., workout in class, but I built a program just for him to do. Right. 
didn't say a word. Like, you know, I have professional basketball players in right now. Yeah, they're, yeah, yeah. they're encouraging them. We bought up two tables at this kid's fight in Cicero Stadium of all my professional basketball players. They're in oh, there. Awesome. All these basketball players have never been to a combat. A fight. Yeah, yeah. I see nothing. They've been in. And we're in Cicero Stadium with two tables ringside. And they're like, yo, this is unbelievable. It's different. That's, this is why you know why Baby Bull acts the way he does when he walks in the gym, yo. So we, they got T-shirts made. They were screaming Baby Bull. And, <laughs> and the, kid, the kid's good, man. The kid's really good. good. The kid got promised too? Yeah, man. It, he's nice. over there at, uh, what's it called? Midwest something? Uh, oh, um, yeah. Uh, I, dude, I trained there before. Um, yeah. Midwest Training Center, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah Midwest Training Center. I, that, yep. That's where all of them used to train. That's why I met Clay Guida and them when they used to train out of there. So he, no, he introduced me to Shorty. Uh, Shorty's his best friend. Uh, so we're Torres. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. My, well, hopefully, my guy, Jose. Hopefully, yeah. hopefully, I, hopefully, Shorty Torres will will start doing some stuff over at the gym as well. But man, like baby, Dude, I, I, if, if, like I said, if I if you need a if man, I will tell Shorty myself. I'll hit him up like, bro, you need to because he doesn't do any strength training. I know he no, doesn't. Yeah. No. And and he's a and the thing is, he got hurt. Um, he was supposed to fight in Russia a couple weeks yep. ago, or, yep. and he got he got injured. Um, yep. He got injured in Dagestan. Yep. He was out there mm-hmm. when it happened. Oh man, I wanted to see him fight, but a uh, good dude, love Shorty Torres, man. But uh, if he's training with those guys and stuff, that that's awesome. And yeah, so no. you're around it, you love it, man. There's some great dude, but dude, Chicago combat sports all around really Tough. is coming up, man. What is the uh, the energy like in the city for combat sports in the last couple of years? Does it seem like people are really starting to take on to the sport? Definitely starting to take on, especially with Pena doing what she was doing. I still don't think people right. understand she's actually from here. Uh, yeah. And I no, also no, feel like people don't understand Jessica McCaskill's from here and she was walking downtown with the rest of people going to a nine to five. Right. Like, I, you know, Chicago, Chicago will always have so much love for the Bulls, the Cubs, the White Sox, the Blackhawks, and obviously the Bears. Uh, so it, you, you're always going to battle that and you'll never be on that same page. Uh, right. But you, there's, there is a, a following here in the city of Chicago for combat mm-hmm. sports because there's, there's a lot of people that are not from this country that still have a lot of love for combat sports and yeah still people that the, the eastern european uh chicago eastern european community is huge and they love combat sports all the polish you know descent people over there mm-hmm. and the russians and stuff they love combat sports and, and they're all into it as well as you have the mexican descent with boxing yep exactly exactly and then think about i mean the gang of puerto ricans over there too i mean yep. so everybody who's in, in in chicago like there's a culture of fighting in chicago which is finally great to see it kind of moving up and and we're seeing it and like i said we have a couple of things before we get out of here man like i said brother as always dude i appreciate you jumping on man always, this, this always. is always fun man um like i said definitely got to do it more often like i said i feel like uh over the last couple of years with covid and shit everybody's been trying to figure it out now that everything's starting to kind of calm yourself a little normalcy. bit we'll get stuff rocking yeah a little we'll, normalcy a little little normalcy we'll we'll <laughs> see man but hopefully too now that um the the goal is for this upcoming years especially for the big events 
uh, I'll be your boy, be in the building. So there's a couple of things in Chicago. I'm definitely coming back to the crib for those. So uh, we'll we'll see what happens there, man. But let me ask you this: speaking of big events and biggest, like again, we're talking about that fight with Amanda Nunes taking that L. And honestly, I'm just telling you, she she shit the bed. Good 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 on on Juliana Pena, but I, I, she shit the bed. She, she did. did. She went she out did. there, man, and and the best way I can explain it is that she looked like Strike Force Amanda Nunes. It was the Amanda Nunes that you know wasn't sure of herself anymore. You know, it's the Amanda Nunes that if you punch her back, she's going to break. And it's the Amanda Nunes that I and that she it is literally the exact same reason why I have been saying that Valentina Shevchenko is my goat in female MMA. But we ain't going to shit on her. I think she's going to come back and get her belt. Good on Juliana Pinedo. Salute to her. That was an amazing moment. Also on that card, Charles Oliveira versus Dustin Poirier. And look, for any for those who are asking, yes, Charles Oliveira is that good. Okay, yeah. it he he's that good. He's terrifying. And I'll be honest with you, they say Justin Gaethje's next. I I don't think Justin stands a chance. I'll be honest with you. I I saw that pop up too. I unless Justin Gaethje really is. Focus, because you know, last couple fights, you think it, it, there was no focus to him. Uh, I don't. He, I don't he, he can he can throw hammers. He yeah. has hammers, and he seems like ever since he's lost to Khabib, it seemed like you know he seemed like he figured something out. He was doing a little some movement. It looked like he was fighting a little smarter, and he then then he just had this war with Michael Chandler. Right, he has his war. It goes out there. You know, they go back and forth, both wobble each other, both hurt each other. Um, ends up being a fun fight, maybe even the fight of the year this year. We'll have a year at the end, end of the year show, so maybe it will be the fight of the year, maybe it won't. Who knows? But uh, it, it is on the list for a lot of people. Charles Oliveira goes out there and just dusts everybody, and the he way does. that he went out there, and people used to say that this kid didn't have heart, bro. He walked through fire to yeah. get this win. Dustin was. On firing on all cylinders in that first round. Mm-hmm. And what was crazy about it is he would get dropped, literally stand right back up <laughs> and still throwing knees. Yeah. Um, do you think people people were talking about the submission? I think people aren't talking enough about the knees and the clinch. I think that hurt Dustin Poirier more than I think a lot of people saw. Do you think those big knees up the middle really did damage more than people would think about? I definitely think so. Uh, I also th- think that his the way his his angles were coming from and, and how yeah. he's 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 not he's a long human being. Uh, yeah. yeah, he is. He's not. I won't say he's really unorthodox, but he's not your 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 regular jujitsu type of guy, man. No. Uh, he he's just. I don't know. I don't know how to. And he's how strong to now too, because he, he used to is. look like gangly, right? He was yeah. kind of like when he was at forty-five, but now he looks big for the weight class. He's tall, mm-hmm. but it's like he—he's like built perfectly for for fighting. He's one yeah. of those guys, yeah. right? He's like he's—he's he's, he's long, but yeah. Go ahead. That, that's why I said he's not uh, unorthodox. He's very orthodox, but he's just—he yeah. fits it perfect. Uh, but he's—he's yeah. he's long as. Pause. Long as shit, man. Like, yeah, dude. I mean, at that weight class, he's like six feet, and you know, what I'm saying with reach. Yes, and yeah. he's going out there, and he uses it. He actually fights because a lot of guys who are tall don't fight tall. No, 
he fights long. But I think he, I think yeah. the jujitsu part of things allows him to to be able to fight long and tall. Uh, like that, like because he does not give a shit. If he goes onto the ground, he's like, "I'm better than you down there. Whatever, yeah. take me down." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think he's going. He's continue to going to give people a lot of problems. A lot, a lot of problems. No, dude. Yeah, I, I think he. I think he's going to be the champ for a while. I think the person who's probably going to give him the biggest challenge is probably going to be uh, Islam Makachev. I think that's that would be his biggest challenge. But if he gets past Islam. Y'all can cancel Christmas. I don't yeah. know who's going to beat that dude. No, I agree. I definitely agree. Um, all right. This is a rapid fire. Uh, yo, Bilal Muhammad fights Wonderboy Thompson this weekend. You think he got, he's going to get the W? Yes. I'm always going to be. I'm always going to be a fan of Bilal. Hey, Bilal, Bilal's a great guy, man. Yeah. And he honestly, one of the... He's turned into a great commentator also. Like, dude is the shit, man. And again, shot town stand up. Exactly. Love I'm, gonna be a, um, I'm always a fan. Uh, Chris Dawkins versus Derek Lewis. Does Derek Lewis, you know, keep off the young lion? Is he going to beat off the young lion? I don't think so. I thought I thought Derek Lewis should have lost his last one, and I think uh, no, he did. He lost. He got thumped up by uh, Cyril Gunn for the interim title. Oh, my fault. The one before that, who was right. he, he fought uh, the kid from here? Yes, he did. Uh, Cur- Curtis, Curtis, Curtis beat his ass. Yes. Yeah, and Curtis just slipped and did something that he was that's not Curtis. Like I think uh Derek Lewis loses to the young guy. Uh I think Chris really get, gets after him. I think it's gonna be early too. Like, I agree. First I, round. I, I agree. First round. Cause it, honestly if you see Derek Lewis later in the fight, second, third round, you you're gonna catch him cast. But I don't yeah. I don't think he's gonna let it let it go that long. Especially after this I, I weekend. People, we watch a lot of fighters uh, lose second round, you know. So, yeah, those second, third round. But yo, Chris Dawkins is throws on, one hammers. Second. Yeah, no worries. Come on, buddy. <laughs> God, come on. So Dawkins throws hammers. I think that's another one. Um, and last but not least, any thoughts on Eagle Fighting Championships? That is Khabib Nurmagomedov's fighting. They're actually starting to come into the States, but they just signed Kevin Lee and Rashad Evans. I like the Kevin Lee one. I definitely like the Kevin Lee signing. Uh, I think Rashad Evans is going to be a coach in the end. Uh, and and they're talking about doing it coaching seasons too, so I'm interested to see how that's going to go. Um, real quick, did you hear that um, they're doing a 165? So they're changing the weight classes: 55, 65, 75, 85. I think it's Thoughts needed. I think it's it, needed. It's definitely needed. Come here. I'm with you. It should have been too much, man. It was too much, man. But um, dude, that yo, my man, what's <laughs> up? <laughs> Yeah, dude, you're big man. Give him the muscles, flex the muscles. <laughs> oh, there it is, dude. Hey. You're getting so big. I know he's getting huge, man. No, nah, that's awesome, man. Well, dude, I, I'm loving. Like I said, I see you. Like I said, you got the family. It's family time and everything. That's about all the stuff time we had, anyways. All the topics and everything we got. Um, my brother, thank you as always for joining always. me on the show. Always uh, great, real brother. Quick, let the people know where they can find you, man. Where can they find the gym? Gym is uh pro trained or pro fitness and sports Academy. Uh, my handles on all uh, platforms is DB Miyagi. 
Uh, we're doing a lot of different things here over at the gym now, man. Uh, my staff is really clicking on all cylinders. Uh, we have some some really cool things coming up in, in the the year the turn of the year. Uh, you're going to awesome. see some some really cool things we're going to start doing. I love it. I love it. Well, dude, much continued success. We Like I said, this upcoming year, we're we going to get you on more often. We might just have sure. to do like a, a monthly segment and get you up I, on here, man. I promise you I'll be on more often. Like We have plenty of time, and maybe I might just pull up out there and we could just do a face-to-face. That, that is a must. We must do that. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, my brother, much love. Tell the family, like I said, everybody said hello and everything. Send my love. Uh, thank you for everybody listening. This is episode 326 of the greatest combat sports and culture on the entire universe of fight podcast. I'm your host, Serge Love you guys. <laughs>